Staying in contact, I'm London Mitchell. This morning I'll continue my discussion with Dick Epstein, the president of the Better Business Bureau of Northwest Ohio. Dick is retiring after 50 years with the BBB, warning us about scams and working to ensure integrity in the business community. But before we continue the chat, I want to bring you Dick's latest consumer alert. He says they are seeing a serious increase in the so-called grandma scams. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. And Dick also warns us about those phony calls where they say you have won something but require some money up front for expenses or taxes before they can release your prize. We all want to win, especially the older folks. Uh, we had a gentleman come in to see us, and this is a memorable uh, thing that I went through. He was 80 years, this was last year. He, he was 80 years old. He's, he's a worker. I think he's a landscaper, obviously. And he's still working. He's 80. And for a year, he's been talking to these people on the phone who tell him that he has won the Walmart Macy's Coles sweepstakes. And he's won, it's millions of dollars. He's won it. And all they have to do is he has to pay a few expenses to claim his prize. And for a year, and I'm not exaggerating, this is exactly what happened. He has spent a year on the phone with these people. They call them. All we need is a little more money. All we need is a little more money. And when he came in to see us here at the BBB offices, and I called a police officer to come over and meet with him as well. And the two of us, the police officer and myself, spent an hour with this fellow trying to talk him out of it. But he had already sent $100,000 to the sweepstakes to claim his million, millions of dollars. And it was like talking to the wallpaper. He was not listening to a thing we said. London, a lot of folks in their later years have not saved very much money. They are very concerned. They've spent their money on the kids' education and then they've taken vacations and they've they haven't saved and they and they suddenly at the age of 70 or 75 or 80, they realize that their spouse or their kids are not going to be taken care of when they're gone because they didn't adequately prepare. And they are they are desperately consumed with this this feeling of inadequacy and failure that they didn't leave the, they're not going to leave their wife with enough money to take care of herself and so on and then out of the blue they get a phone call that they won 10 million dollars from Macy's and Walmart they don't want to believe that they that it's a scam they want to believe it's real because it's going to save them from the humiliation of not leaving anything to their families. And so talking to them becomes very difficult. They, they really, they don't want to hear that it's a scam. They want, they want the money to take care of their wife and take care of their kids. So um, uh, as I say, we spent an hour with this fellow and finally we just, both of us, the officer and I both gave up because he wasn't listening to us. He, he was sure he was going to win. 
those those kinds of scammers or, or that type of scammer that's that to my in my mind is the worst when you play on on a person's fears or or emotions you, tell us about social media <laughs> you know when, oh. when, when people when people wonder how does a scammer know so much about me so well, much of your personal information is right it, there on Facebook. Yeah, it's all there. I mean, the people I've had people at speeches, not maybe not so much in the recent years, but they used to say to me, they don't know, they don't know anything about me. Nobody knows about my identity. Nobody they know everything about us. They've got everything about us. And all and they've hacked cripe, they've hacked into the Pentagon, they've hacked into the White House. They hack into everything. So when you say, um, uh, Grandma, can you help me? Like the, the, the uh, Grandma scam. Can you help me, Grandma? Uh, and I, and Grandma, I know you can help me because we had that wonderful party at your home last year. And my brother Billy was there and my sister Susie was there. And we played with your dog, Fritzy. And uh, my Grandma made that beautiful cake for me. You're, you're, you're totally convinced that it's really your grandchild calling you. And where do they get it? They hack into the grandkids' Instagram or Facebook or whatever the grandkids are on, and they get all the information from the kids. The kids put everything on social media, and so, uh, and including who grandma and grandpa are. And so, boom, they call you up and they've done their homework. The, the scammers, the, the smart ones, and they're, they're stupid ones too, but the smart ones do homework. They can research a family for days, weeks, months until they get all the information. They'll hack into your emails. They'll see you the messages you're sending back and forth to your family. And they will know that you're out of town. They will know that your wife is not feeling well right now. They'll know this stuff. And so when they call, you are totally convinced. I had a, a good friend of mine, a, a former business executive of a, a large company in Toledo, and his grandchild called him from Peru that, that he was in trouble, the whole story. Four times, my friend went to the bank and took out money to send to his grandchild in Peru. And the tellers at the bank were saying, sir, it's a scam. Don't do it. And he said, oh, no, I know it's my grandchild. I'm certain it is. Well, they had answered all the questions. They knew all about the family. And he ended up sending $14,000 to Peru for his grandchild. And what we tell people very simply is the old Ronald Reagan uh, statement, you know, Devorni e Pavorni, trust but verify. And uh, you call up the family and you say, is Junior really in Peru? And Junior answers the phone from Cleveland. You know, I mean, it's obvious. We, we had a, a one of those things where uh, a lady in Toledo got a phone call from her grand from her grandson who know, was stranded in Mexico City and can't get a plane because of COVID and the whole thing. And he said, don't tell mom and dad that I'm stranded here, grandma. Just send me the money. Well, after she hung up, she called mom and dad and she said, is Junior stranded in, uh, in Mexico City? And mom said, well, no, we're having breakfast with him. He's across the table from me right now. Do you want to talk to him? He wasn't stranded in Mexico City. So trust but verify. If somebody says they're stranded, 
If somebody said, and you business people out there, if you get an email from your boss who's in Fort Wayne and it says, uh, hey, Susie, I'll be home Friday for my golf match. And while we're at it, uh, I'm talking to a healthcare a company here and we're going to switch our healthcare. Go ahead and send $18,000 to this address. Susie, before you do it, verify. Call up the boss and say, did you really send me this email? Do I, did you want me to send $18,000 to this address? And the boss will say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm sitting here on, on the golf course and I never sent you anything like that. Businesses, the business email compromise scam. I have talked to business owners that have lost thousands of dollars because the bad guys have done so much homework. They have know so much about the company that they send these kind of emails and they trick people into sending money. I've got, I've got sun in my eyes here. But um, trust, but verify. If you get any kind of request, verify it first. Dick Epstein, 50 years with the Better Business Bureau. As you, uh, as you leave the job, you, as you told me before, you've loved so much. What do you, what do you consider your legacy? I think we've done a good job of, of letting the public know about th that they can't trust too good to be true and, and, and a lot of these scams. I think we've done a good job of, of putting that word out. And of course, that's a partnership that we've had with the media, with you and the others in media, um, a partnership with law enforcement. We're very fortunate in Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan because everybody gets along. You know, I used to be in, I used to run the Better Business Bureau in Canton, Ohio for a few years, and everybody was at each other's throats. This agency hated that agency. Nobody got along. We don't have that here. The attorney general works with the city, with, with the prosecutors, and uh, everybody, and the media works with all of us. I think if I have a legacy, it's going to be that the BBB did a great job of educating and, and keeping people dealing with ethical businesses, honest businesses, staying away from the crooks, and knowing that uh, they, uh, they, they're not going to be sending money based on some kind of uh, dreams. Uh, I, I think we've done a good job of educating the public, and I hope that the future BBB will do even more uh, to do that sort of work. You know, every time we save money, from somebody that doesn't lose their life savings to some crook, they can use that money to have a beautiful home and a nice car and uh, a higher quality of life. And I think we've made a contribution to that. And I, I, I think that's something to be proud of. Well, you have set the bar high. You really <laughs> have. We've talked a lot about the Better Business Bureau. Really quick, it doesn't cost anything for somebody to check on a business before they sign the contract to have that new roof put on or, <laughs> or new landscaping, they can just find you online or give you a call. Yeah. They just go to bbb.org uh, or call us up and uh, we're services are aware uh, all the time. They can get reports over the phone. They can get reports online. We'll tell you how many complaints the companies had, how they respond to them, customer reviews, it's a lot of great information, and uh, I encourage people to take advantage of it because it's free. It's always been free. It always will be free, and uh, 
it can it can be really helpful. I've had many people say to me, boy, am I glad I called you first because I was going to hire that guy and he had an F rating and I'm glad I, I checked with BBB. And the BBB does not give a rating just because somebody is a member organization or or they don't buy those ratings. Oh, we can't. We can't. Our software, we have an algorithm that assigns ratings. And it's it's a, a thing from uh, from uh, uh, Boston, I think, is where the algorithm is, is programmed. It has nothing to do with whether they're a member of the BBB or not. If they're a BBB accredited business or they're not, we have many, many companies that, that are not accredited with us, don't support us, and they still have an A-plus rating because they've earned it. And uh, our ratings are based on how a customer is treated by a company and has nothing to do with whether they're a BBB member or not. Dick, we're almost out of time here. Final word is yours. Well, uh, the BBB is a great agency and it's got a great legacy, great history. And uh, we look forward to a bright future. If people just think about us, check with us first, they'll avoid making a lot of mistakes and, and everybody wants that to happen. We want everybody to have a successful uh, career and, and not be cheated. Being cheated is the worst feeling. Dick Epstein, president of the Better Business Bureau of Northwest Ohio, wrapping up his 50-year career. Thanks for joining us and please accept this invitation to be with us again next week as we focus on individuals and organizations working to enhance the quality of life in Northwest Ohio. In the meantime, please feel free to contact me through my website, londonmitchell.news.